0: This episode is brought to you by Renofi. Remodelers prefer working on renovations funded by Renofi Loans. Renofi Loans maximize homeowner borrowing power and eliminate the delayed payments that come with traditional construction loans. Once approved with a lender, borrowers receive 100% of funds up front. No inspections or draw schedules. Renofi's service is free and easy to use for homeowners and remodelers. Head over to Renofi.com. That's R-E-N-O-F-I dot com to learn more. Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Jimmy McKinney, president of JNR Construction in Lexington, Kentucky. All of our roundtables members, and I assume the vast majority of our listeners, focus on providing first-class customer experiences. And for most, this is achieved through employees, being friendly, showing empathy, going above and beyond. But Jimmy uses technology in unique ways to create that first class customer experience. And we'll hear all about them in just a minute. You want answers? Put that coffee down.
1: You talking to me?
2: Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. Well, hello. Hi there, how are you? Okay. These are fun doing these podcasts, aren't they?
0: Yeah, it's more fun than doing some of the bookkeeping stuff we got (laughs) to do. That's for sure. I
2: think that probably our listeners feel that same way about construction versus bookkeeping, you know?
0: Pretty much anything versus bookkeeping is as I'm (laughs) concerned.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Hey, before
0: we get started with this episode, I just wanted to remind everybody if it's okay with you. Sure. uh, Last week's episode, uh, reviewing the Lowe's State of the Pro report with Gerardo Soto, uh, that that was a great episode. And Just a reminder to everybody that Lowe's had provided a, uh, what what was it? A Flex seven and a quarter inch circular saw.
2: The most powerful cordless rear handle saw (laughs) in existence.
0: Yeah, it is. It's actually pretty cool. I'm I'm staring at it right now. It's sitting right here by my desk.
2: It scares me, frankly. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's a cool thing. I'm gonna enter myself here, but we're giving it away. And so, just a reminder: the drawing is gonna be. Uh, there's, there's a few days left to enter. Um, head over to remodelersadvantage.com slash Lowe's, L-O-W-E-S, if you don't know how to spell yeah. Lowe's well, uh-huh. it
2: Could have been, been an apostrophe in there. I Not in
0: a it? URL.
2: No, it's true. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right. So anyway, remodelersadvantage.com slash Lowe's, and you just click the I want to win button and enter your email address so I know who to contact if your name is drawn and um and we'll we'll be announcing that winner in next week's episode but run over there when you get back to your office and and make sure to enter so that's all i wanted to say
2: awesome good job um so today we have a great topic you know customer experience and uh, technology we're blending all sorts of cool stuff into one session absolutely and get to talk to one of our nicest roundtable members at the same time yeah. Can't beat that.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's going to be good.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's dive in. All righty. Jimmy McKinney is the president of J&R Construction. And as Mark said, they're based in Lexington, Kentucky. It's a residential design build remodeling company, which is turning 19 years old this year. Woo That's a congratulations. That's quite a thing. Jimmy's married to Penny. He has three beautiful daughters, two female dogs, and a mother-in-law all in the same house. He's surrounded by women. He's got to love it. And he also loves being on the cutting edge of technology, marketing, and trends. Welcome, Jimmy.
1: Thanks for having me.
2: And you have you have your own um, podcast, too, you do, right, for homeowners?
1: I do. It's uh So, it's a spinoff of my nickname growing up, uh, Skinny. So, Jimmy Skinny McKinney, it all rhymes. So, it's called Skinny <laughs> on the Home. And uh, I actually use that... Uh, that's a kind of a marketing thing we've used for a couple of years now.
2: So that's kind of cool. So we'll have to include, if you don't mind, a link to that page or that where that information is. So our listeners can listen to you doing your marketing homeowner podcast.
1: Yeah, that'd be great.
2: So, so tell me (coughs) about the, when you started your company, what kind of technology was around then?
1: Oh man. You remember, um, I guess you're, you're old enough to remember the flip phones and the, you know, when cell phones yeah. first came out, you remember hitting three 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 And that was just like, hi, you know, oh. <laughs> for text messages and those things. So yeah. it was just flip phones and we had, you know, paper calendars and those things. And we even tried one time, uh, we had a huge calendar board that was uh, metal that we had put in our back warehouse that we then cut all these little magnets to try to keep track of jobs and where they were at and what phase and we're moving these magnets like around all day long and stuff. And it was just,
2: (laughs) it was a challenge. So, so what did you do then when you didn't have technology, what did you do then to deliver the superior customer service that you're known for?
1: Well, a lot of it's in-person phone calls, communication. You know, that's one thing, communication is, is the largest area in our checklist that we have with our Clients, when we do a pre-construction meeting, there's a checklist that we go through and communication is big, you know, some clients may not use a lot of technology. Some may be more of an in-person, some may be more phone call, others just want to text and maybe now, you know, some want emails. So we were using utilizing email, uh, started using text early on and then, um, you know, phone calls and in-person
2: so as you've grown your business and been in business all these years you've been slowly but surely adding different types of technology i assume tell us about that journey what did you how
1: did you yeah, start? You know, i thought the i thought the the best day in phone technology was when i first got my motorola slide up phone that had the keyboard attached to it and i thought like, oh man i can text a mile a minute now <laughs> and uh you know again that was pre pre uh, smartphones which you know, you get into the oh five six seven range. That's when we started using um, smartphones. But for us, it was, I got introduced to co-construct early on in business when uh, they weren't very old. And a friend of mine worked, excuse me, for a large home builder here in town. And he and I were good friends. And he introduced me to co-construct. And so we started using that and we just used a little piece of it. We mainly used it for scheduling and that was it. So we just you know, maybe used 5% of its capability early on. And then just as time went on, we started adding features like we can get the clients involved early on. We can kind of gauge their level of technology now. We've got, you know, we moved all of our estimating over there, you know, all the stuff that everybody now, you know, uses co constructor Builder Trim for. But we also, you know, there's there's technology, but there's nothing that can also beat the in-person and the touches. So my thing with, touches with clients are they found us online or they saw us, they saw the truck or the yard sign. So that's one, right? So then they call, they talk to the person on the phone. That's two. Then we engage them immediately into co-construct where we send them immediate messages. If we schedule the, the in-home appointment saying, Hey, your appointment's coming up. And then we attach a YouTube video to that. So we've created some YouTube kind of a series of videos that One is just who we are and why we do what we do, you know, Are they
2: featuring you, Jimmy? Are you the person on the video?
1: I am doing most of the narrating and we've got our company involved and there's B-roll with, you know, different job sites and things like that. But that first video of who we are, why we do what we do, you know, that real good, you know, tug at your heart, feel good. This is why you want to do business with us kind of video. And then we have what the process is going to look like from kind of phone call to warranty, in a nutshell. And then we do a third video that we send on the emotional roller coaster that they're mm-hmm. getting ready to go through. Mm-hmm. Then we also we snail mail them a packet that's, you know, a large packet that says do not bend. And it's got information in there. It's got a graph of the emotional roller coaster. I'm sure we've okay. all seen that, you know, in drywalls at the lowest point and stuff. Yeah. You know. So we try to really use technology and also you know, old-fashioned snail mail of things. Because by the time we get to that first in-home, they've now been touched about five times before the first salesperson shows up.
2: That's awesome. I love the idea of sending the video along too. That's a really good idea.
1: Yeah, and we've developed the videos even after. So there's three videos in the front. Now, when they sign a design agreement, they get another video just on the design process. So what they're getting ready to go through for the next two, three, four months Mm -hmm. of just design. Then when they go into construction, sign the work agreement, we have a separate video for that, talks about the pre-construction meetings, cleaning things out, you know, preparing for us and all that stuff.
2: That's great. So what are some other things, some other, you know, tools that you're using now?
1: So internally, so if you, on our website, if you go to YJNR, you click on our process, there's the flow charts that we use for the design process and the production process that are client facing that they see. Well, there's nine steps in the design process that you see there, but there's probably 25 steps internally that we go through to get through that process. So to keep track of that, we've started using PipeDrive as a flow just for design to keep track of what's in design, how many projects. It also keeps track of how many days in design projects have been. Mm. So we've been really able to use that here recently from last year to this year, we've seen where... Days in design have increased. So then we start asking the why questions. Why is design taking longer? You know, is there a bottleneck somewhere? Is there a step we're missing? Is it someone we need to hire? So we use PipeDrive for some of that. And of course, PipeDrive has a lot of CRM capabilities. We just don't use those internally. YouTube is a big one too, that again, doing those videos and sending those things out and then co-construct getting the client involved early on. We talk about that on the sales process too. So when they're involved in co-construct and utilizing that at the very first appointment, then if they decide to not go with you and they go with somebody that doesn't Uh have that, it's almost Uh like a, they're missing those things.
2: Yes. I bet. That's very neat. So, so tell me about the CRM side of things. So what do you use to manage that client list and do your marketing to them and all that?
1: (sighs) That's a, that's that's somewhat of a challenge sometimes just depending on the what we're doing but we mainly so some of our CRM we we have a newsletter we have a we have a blog we have the podcast so when someone uh it starts doing business with us we link them into those things so we send those out you know there's a newsletter that comes out every month the we try to snail mail a letter twice a year to our clients we also we send out christmas cards at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we include a calendar magnet that goes on your fridge. Cause I want to be the first calendar that that client gets before the new year. <laughs> you know, how many oh, calendars man. do we get right at Christmas? Oh, man. And, yeah. So if I'm the first one, you, those others may just get thrown out or put off to the side of the fridge or whatnot. So th- those are all touches and keeping, keeping up with and stuff too. And then, you know, we sometimes we'll go through like right now our other location is in a kind of a period where there's not a lot of calls coming in at, um, at certain points because they're a newer location. So they're going through the old client list and just phone calling people to say, hey, just touching base. If you need something, you know, how's your project going? You know, all those things. So,
2: so is that stuff, all the, the managing of the client list done through Co-Construct?
1: We manage that through, so kind of a couple of different, mainly through QuickBooks where everybody's put in. And then it's also managed through Co-Construct. Yes, we have a um, the lead when you put them in as a prospect, they're managed through there, and then we can easily, you know, print that list, move it to a mailer, uh, those things. One thing we always also do that um, I picked this up at a conference a long time ago is um, we snail mail letters around the neighbors of projects that we're starting or completing. Mm-hmm. So you can go online and through PVA through Google and get the addresses of 30, 40 houses around. It's basically short and sweet. You know, My philosophy of marketing is drive at 55. So basically keep it short and sweet. If you can drive by at 55 and see everything, then you're doing a good job. If there's too much words and everything. So we keep that to a short paragraph. Hey, we're in the neighborhood. If you need anything, here's what we do. Give us a call.
2: Okay, cool. So, you know, a lot of people, when they go to Add technology. Well, first of all, one of the reasons they're doing it is to make their staff more productive, right? To make the company more productive. And with with a lot of technology, you should be able to do more with fewer people. What have you found?
1: We found early on with Co construct, we didn't need, um, you know, we were small at the time and we didn't really need a so called production manager. Um, It kind of acted as a production manager, you know, a little bit with how we were using it with mainly scheduling. The, um, you know, the things with Google, we use Google suite, Google drive, Google calendar, and having everybody in the company have having a Google calendar and we can link those in, you know, it helps our, our lead intake know when they can schedule appointments for things like that, for new, new appointments. And then for staff, You know, we used to use uh, Dropbox way back in the day, Mm -hmm. and then we used, you know, started using Google more. So we moved over to Google and kind of got rid of Dropbox.
0: And now a brief break to talk about our sponsor, Renify. Renify helps homeowners maximize borrowing power and consider their renovation as a monthly expense rather than a lump sum payment. Remodelers prefer projects funded by Renofi loans due to increased project sizes and homeowners having the funds to pay on time. Head over to Renofi.com, that's R-E-N-O-F-I dot com, to learn more. Renofi is not a lender. Rather, they've partnered with lenders that leverage Renofi's technology to seamlessly provide Renofi loans. Visit Renofi.com to learn more about availability and to schedule a call with a renovation advisor today. Renofi is licensed as a mortgage broker and it's NMLS ID number 1802847.
2: So, okay, so that's one place where you found that because you're using Google Suite, everybody's on the same program, your staff is able to see easier, so that makes them more productive there. Are are there any more examples that you can think of of how technology has helped with efficiency and effectiveness?
1: I think the, well, the sharing of drive. So, you know, Google Drive is just a great um, place for, Things to go in that you can work on between you know different departments we've also having that set up, we've had times where if the designer in our lo- other location, which is two and a half hours away, Ooh. wasn't busy and needed something to do, they could just pull things from that drive file and work on those even not being here physically oh, at this location. Nice. so that's nice that's now- helped a lot
2: have you noticed a difference in your close ratio since you put all the the front end emails automated stuff videos and all that in have you noticed a difference there
1: we have the close rate uh you know between you know raw lead to in-home of course there's a gap there you know you're not going to go on every single call that comes in right and um so the ones that we do go on you know, that's our average is, has improved over the years. Plus with the help of Jeff with Sandler, you know, we've, we've gone through Sandler training. So our, the way we've, the way we talk and the way we do sales is a little different from the way we used to, you know, even three years ago, you know, the way we do business now is not the way we did it, you know, before I joined RA and RA, I just, I know that's mainly our, a lot of RA members that listen to this, but if you're not in RA, I mean, this is, You've to me, it's almost like the I was I was flying an airplane in the dark with no gauges. (laughs) I still might be flying the airplane in the dark in it, but at least I've got some gauges now. Yes, to know where I need to go, how high. You know, I can miss this mountain. And uh, those <laughs> Thank, things, <goodness>. so.
2: <laughs> Thank you for that, Jimmy. That's funny. Now, what about, okay, so you talked a little bit about the front end with your clients. How has this technology helped during the project and just with the overall experience?
1: <clears throat> yeah, the so one thing that we do, we, we tell all of our clients, you know, our project managers turn their phones off at five o'clock, you know, and we have what's called the 24-hour bat phone that's manned by someone if there's an emergency, which it's hasn't rang in, I don't know how many years. But a lot of our clients work during the day, right? So yeah. if they come home, they see something, that's where we promote Co-Construct and using that. Hey, just fire off a message. We get it the next day. We can, um, we can go in there. But, you know, they're seeing the schedule. We really want them to get involved in using Co-Construct and that side of the technology. We've had a lot of clients that live out of state ah. while we're doing work here. You know, and, and then when you have larger projects where people are moved out of the house, having that interaction with technology with co-construct or builder trend or something like that, that you can be in constant communication with your client. They can see the progress of the project, the schedules, all those things. Cause I know a lot of my peers only use certain parts of Mm co-construct, you know, we're trying to incorporate all of it so that it's really easy for the client to, um, you know, enjoy the process.
2: So, you know, one of the things that happens when you start adding technology to a company is that, you know, if everybody's excited about it, people are running around, they're finding different kinds of technology and they're going, oh, this is a good idea. One person starts one thing, another person may grab something else, you know, to develop that whole tech stack. How do you manage that and who controls it? Who says, yes, this is a good idea to add or no, it's redundant. We need to learn how to use this other thing instead that we already have.
1: Yeah, if you figure that one out let me know. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> No, we've over the years uh, you know kind of developed a core leadership team and if it's usually me finding these things, I'm I'm kind of that uh what you call the early adopter of uh um, technology that I try to be on the forefront of those things. So if I find something that I want to use, you know, I I kind of I'll get uh, all the information that I can try to use it myself first and then come to my team and say, Hey, I think we should do this. Cause it was a big deal to go when we started using co-construct and then estimating, I mean, we used a glorified Excel sheet that was 700 you know, line items long and all that stuff. And so getting that over into co-construct mm-hmm. and then using co-construct, yeah, there was, there was a learning curve, you know, it took several months of using it and then we would try it on one project and we didn't like it. So we did this and, you know, we've been on, countless phone calls with tech support at CoConstruct to, you know, get everything lined up just right.
2: Did you ever have an employee w- who just wasn't buying in? They didn't want to learn it. They didn't see the benefit. They just weren't into it.
1: Oh yeah. That's uh, and even still to this day, you know, it's like pulling teeth sometimes to get our trade contractors to attention to the schedules that we post and we link them in and we want you to confirm there so that our project managers don't have to call you to say hey show up at this date and all those things so that's so what we've done with that well let me answer the first question on employees yeah that was we kind of had to have a line in the sand day that say look this is not going away you've got to start using it Mm -hmm. and if you don't then you know, maybe you're not a good fit here, you know, so we've, we've transitioned through, but we, I've had some older project managers that, you know, really like the in-person and the phone calls and stuff. And then, but we've, it's a challenge. We work through that. It's really, I mean, we're in a life in a period of our lifetime where there's four and five generations working together. Mm -hmm. And um, so, I mean, you've got to work through some of that where some project managers may use it and love it and stay on top of it. But, what we've done is we we have regular weekly meetings that the production manager goes with the project managers. They're sitting down, they're going through all their schedules, getting things updated. So there's some help there with some of that.
2: Okay. So okay, so go back to the subs then. So
1: So what we've done, what we're we started doing, I got this idea from actually a member uh, in my roundtable. Um, I think it was it was Daniel in d c. It was a a year, I think when I first joined, he mentioned that he did these trade contractor kind of lunches, you know, just they were appreciation lunches. And I said, man, that's a great idea to just to get your subs on the same page for anything technology or expectations, you know, job site rules. And so what we've done is through our local home builders association, we get their space for free. We've also now incorporated kind of a, it's called a lunch and learn with our trades. And we bring in a vendor who buys the lunch for us and they get, you know, about a 15 minute talk about a product or something like that. And then we spend the rest of the time talking about, you know, the expectations. We talk about co-construct, you know, using that, you know, a lot of guys just haven't downloaded the app. And so it's really been something that we've tried to do about every other month
2: with a different
1: group of trades
2: yeah so as far as you're concerned this is an awesome development in the world of residential remodeling using all sorts of kinds of technology and especially this project management software
1: yeah i do i think i'm excited and kind of nervous to see uh you know since builder trim Coconstruct co-construct and uh, i've heard rumors that there's a going to be a uh just a one overall uh software eventually so we'll see how that develops over the years. But you know, what are you gonna do? You gotta
2: Well some more competitors are gonna come in. Yeah. And offer up some new stuff more than likely.
1: Yeah, and you've got some others, you know, uh, I think Procore and mm-hmm. uh, some of the others that are out there they're geared mainly towards we'll commercial. But yeah. Yep.
0: Well Jimmy, I think it's time we find out a little bit about what makes Jimmy Tech. Uh oh. Ready for the lightning round? We'll see. <laughs> And
1: now, here's a remodeler's advantage lightning round.
2: It's a trap.
0: All right, let's put sixty seconds on the clock. What's your
1: favorite business book and why? You know, I, I think it's the, uh, I'm gonna steal your cheese and step on your lobster by Mark. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no I, I was thinking about that and I think Emotional Intelligence 2.0. It's an assessment, basically gauges, because everything we do with remodeling is emotional based. I mean, our clients are buying emotional, right? You know, so <laughs> just managing that and helping our, it's helping our employees be better people and understand their emotions. And when you get an email from a client and the way you read it, it thinks, you know, you may take it wrong and you're mad now. That may not be what they meant, and so we worked through a lot of that emotional intelligence training.
0: If you weren't a remodeler, what do you think you'd be doing?
1: A race car driver. (laughs) There's been many uh, roundtable meetings that I come back with speeding tickets. (laughs) (laughs) What are you not very good at? Some of the the challenge of the numbers and understanding those over the years. or like financials
2: numbers. financial yeah. numbers okay
1: your room your desk or your car which would you clean first oh the car we send uh in our pre-packet that we mail to clients we send a it's questions to ask any contractor a model or builder and one of the things in there says look at their vehicle it might be a telltale sign of what's your job and how your job's going to run you know how many of us <laughs> see our subcontractors that have everything piled up and there's just a little right. bit of window to see out do you sing in the shower no, but I listened to your podcast in the shower.
2: <laughs> there, you go. there you go. There you go. It means it's been great. I appreciate you getting on here. It was a great idea to have you on. Um, I, it's great. But before I let you go, I want you to share with our listening audience your five words of wisdom and why they resonate with you.
1: Mm, slow down to speed up. So. Sometimes in my roundtables group, will appreciate this if there some of them are listening. Because you know, I can go 100 miles an hour, but if you sometimes, if you just slow down, take a look, you know, see the. You know, sometimes you get tunnel vision because you're going so fast. If you just stop, maybe sometimes it's better to not take something or uh, don't go, don't take this project because you might lose money in the long run. Just pause, take a deep breath, and then what do I need to do to change that? And if you change, then that you could accelerate to a whole new level. So I, I kind of reference it, the sigmoid curve, you know, it's like you're going in life and business and you're on this graph. And then when you inject something new, it kind of goes down and gets worse sometimes before it gets better. And you go on a whole new plane, but you have to That's slow right. down That's
2: right. to do The G that. curve, we call that in round tables mm-hmm. land, right? Yeah. G curve. Um, that was, Jimmy, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. It was some great stuff. Love the videos being sent out ahead of time. I thought it was a great idea. Thank you so much. Yeah, and uh, you
1: linked to all that stuff too. If you share that, and they can great. watch as well. That'd be
2: wonderful. That'd be wonderful. I'm sure. No, thank you guys. You like do that. a great
1: work. Join yeah, roundtables.
2: We <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> we'll put all these links in the show
0: notes.
2: All right. Appreciate it. Talk to you again soon, Jimmy. Thanks. I thought he had some really clever ideas in there
0: that was some good stuff
2: yeah i'm looking forward to him sending the links to the video some of his videos so we can see them and sort of get a feel for the the warm fuzzy stuff that he's talking about
0: and it's nice too because some people sit uh kind of in the queue for weeks or months and especially now quite a while from signing the contract to the beginning of the project and Mm -hmm. it kind of sounded uh it's it was almost disney-esque because disney when you, when you sign up with a big, you know, Disney vacation, when you're a week or so away or two weeks away or whatever, I don't remember, it's been a few years, but you kind of get this whole care package in the mail that's, it's almost time for your big trip and it's all this exciting stuff and you get your luggage tags and all kinds of cool things and it gets you really amped up again because right. it's, it's, the excitement's kind of worn away uh-huh. and now you're just thinking about, okay, now we're going to get started. So I like that when his projects are about to start they send out this whole kit that yeah. gets them riled up and excited again about right. the thing that they're about to go through it's it's it was a really good idea
2: yeah so a, a fun podcast he's an easy he's, you could tell he'd probably you know you could tell it's easy around a microphone he's easy to talk to Yep.
0: Yeah, well he's a podcast host himself there, so there he's, he's a pro yep. and it's nice to know uh that I'm a voice in his ear while he's showering. (laughs) So that's always good. (laughs) So we want to thank Jimmy for sharing his uh, technology tips with us. And we want to thank you for listening week in and week out. I'm Mark Harari.
2: And I'm Victoria Downing. See you next time. This has been another episode of Power Tips
1: Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about
2: Roundtables, our world class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening.